you doing today? I hope you guys are doing well. This is DJ Rick, and I'm breaking it down like I always do, because y'all know what time it is, y'all. It's time for Alley Rally, right here every Wednesday at 1 o'clock on the Fishbowl Radio Network. And I'm going to start my favorite show with my favorite catchphrase, what it is, what it was, what it shall be. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it shall be a little bit of something just like this. Do not, I repeat, do not come at me and talk about the Cowboys. No, 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 no. I have heard everything about my team, and it's still my team. I'm never going to give that up. I'm just not going to give it up, y'all. It's going to happen. But it didn't happen on the field. It didn't happen, you know. Oh, all this fair, I guess they say, love, war, whatever, you know. I guess it's all going to be okay. But they went further than a lot of teams did, and they played a real good team, which they are actually toe-to-toe with. Let's be real. They were toe-to-toe, okay? They really were. And you can still, I know it's it's over, but you can still, like, you know, see where you could have won this game. It was a winnable game. And, yes, you know, there's next year. Yes, we could have, should have, would have. We're going to do that a lot. We will do that. We are always going to do that. But you were so close, in my opinion, where if you just tweaked it a little bit, I think we could have edged it out. A blowout, no. An edge out, possibly. You know, kind of a win that you barely win, you know, but as long as you come across the finish line before they do, hey, take it. It could be an ugly win. Any way you get it, it's in the win column, and you and you progress. You go ahead and move forward. But it wasn't for them. And they have a lot of things they need to fix. They shot themselves in the foot. It wasn't a fatal shot, but it sure as hell hurt, and it made you limp. <laughs> you know, and there's probably a big bar fight in Dallas after that, too, because people in Dallas, they get rowdy when their team don't win, especially when you get that close to the pot of gold. It probably was a murder in Dallas. You know, someone was so mad this crap happened. But we we can't go back on that. You know, we can't. The team itself was so mad. I mean, the locker room was... <laughs> They didn't want to talk to the reporters when they came in, when they cleared out the lockers to go home for the off season. Nothing was said. They had just pictures of them coming in, getting stuff, and moving on. And in a way, I can't blame them. But, you know, we wanted to hear, or I wanted to hear some parting words because they are my team and what their take was on a lot of things. And, um, what the door, I mean, excuse me, what the plan is going forward for next year. You always want to plan for next year, next season. Even if you win, you want another win. You've, if you're a Super Bowl winner, you want another one, you know? If you get to the playoffs, you want to get to the playoffs again and then some. If you didn't get to the playoffs, well, then you got to figure out how to get there. And that's never going to change, especially in my favorite sport, which is football. So I will say a congratulations to the 49ers because they did win. And I don't know who's going to win the next two games. But if I had to make a choice, I'm going to go with Kansas City because I'm a Patrick Mahomes fan. I'm not a Bengals fan, but, I mean, they're a good team. They did beat Buffalo. So if they win, congratulations. I can't take from them. But if they don't, then I would love to see Patrick Mahomes get in there and do what he does. And hopefully he does it pretty good. On the flip side, uh, 49ers and Philly, I, you know, Philly's a damn good team. They're probably one of the best in the NFL, but they are a pain in our ass. <laughs> you might say Dallas and Philly's not going to like each other. Never will. We ain't got no love for each other. <laughs> we just don't. 
So if they win, congratulations. If they don't, well, you know, it'll be San Francisco. But it's going to be something to see. It's going to be something to see. And I am going to watch it either way, plain and simple. So I am going to kick it off, and uh, we're going to have ourselves a good time. My guest has arrived. So we are going to do what we do best, y'all. Hang out and talk to you. Be right back for that attack.
Until the end of time, I tell you, that is Mr. George Michael right there, man. He always had um, a real good voice, you know. Even when he was doing the Wham! stuff, uh, you know, people just, uh, you know, liked his voice. I liked it a lot, you know. So I had to play that because I just had the feeling for it. So, you know, welcome back to the show, people. Welcome back. And my guest has arrived, too. I'm going to introduce her here in a minute. Um, you know, we kind of <laughs> get a little, little party when she shows up, but that's all right. You know, life's about it, man, about having a good time, plain and simple. I do have to say this because this is a very sad uh, opening. I hate to say it like that, but I was informed this morning that my cousin on my mother's side, my cousin's name is Gail, uh, she uh, and I, you know, and my other cousins online, we talk a lot. We don't visit as much, but we do talk among ourselves. But my cousin Gail is one of my few female cousins on my mother's side. My mom's family had a bunch of boys, and uh, my Auntie Vaughn had two girls, Gail and Lisa. Well, Gail's son committed suicide last night. And it's really sad when anybody does that. But her oldest son, Jalen, I remember him as a little boy because when he was born, something was wrong with his brain. And from what I understand, they basically had to redo his scalp or something like that. I mean, the, the bone structure. And if you looked at him, he had almost like an almond shape to the head. Like it went up to almost a point. It was really weird looking. But the doctor said it would grow out over time because, you know, kids heal. You know, they get older and, you know, babies go from that to, you know, small kids or whatever. And it, it became more normal over time. And I remember he had a scar from left, to, you know, from one ear to the other, like a horseshoe kind of thing. And they, you know, you couldn't walk. They said you couldn't talk. You know, you wouldn't be able to do these things. And he defied everything. He's walking. He was talking, singing. You know, he could count. And I remember when we came to my grandmother's funeral back in California, this little boy was amazing. You know, he's an itty bitty boy, but he could speak. He could talk. He was going down the stairs counting one, two, three, four. And they said he couldn't do all that. So, you know, this was something when they say you can't do this, you can't walk, you can't, you know, you won't be able to speak or whatever. He defied all that. And got through this operation, even became a father, got married, and he's got a little boy that's about two or three, who is a darling, shining young man. And I don't know what was so bad that he had to do this. If you are in a dark spot, people, reach out to us at Fishbowl. We have people who will talk to you. we got ministers, we got counselors that work here. I work here. I mean, you might just want to talk to somebody before you even get on that dark side because life can be hard. I'm not saying it's always easy, but this boy was exceptional. I say boy because I met him as a boy. He was a young man, but I mean, I'll always remember as a little Jalen who had that brain operation and doctors said he couldn't be anything. And he was. He defied everything. And uh, it just shocked me when I saw it on, on Facebook. So I reached out to the family, and they hadn't got back to me, and I can understand that. So I reached out to my cousin, Richie, who lives in uh, New York, and he gave me, the, you know, gave me the tea on this. I'm like, man, I just don't see a promising young man doing this. But you know what? I don't know anything else other than what I told you. So we need some prayers going up for Miss Gail Johnson and her family. It's really sad, really, really sad. And... um. You're going to keep them in your prayers, man. Got to keep it up. Plain and simple. Speaking of keeping it up and having a good time, flipping the switch now, I got the wonderful Carly hanging out with me today. How you doing, boo? Doing actually, I'm doing pretty good today. That's doing pretty good. Good to see you. Good to have you, you know. Um, Always like, you know, when you come in, smiling, profiling, looking good, looking fine, and you brought me some wine, so <laughs> <laughs> I needed a drink after, you know. 
finding that stuff out. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I needed to drink this morning too. So yeah, you did. <laughs> and you got to talk in the mic. You got to put it towards you. Yeah, there that's, you that's go. where I'm at right there now. There we go. So <laughs> we're, we're at that together. Yeah, <laughs> and on top of that, um, you know, some stuff happened Friday when that uh, guy got killed over the shooting at Whataburger. Uh, I have a job that's not too far from that location, and I was there in the aftermath of the cops and stuff. He got shot protecting his cousin, who apparently said something to a gang member who went to her school. These are kids, uh, 17 and under. They're kids, okay? Oh, my God. And she said something online to this guy about the gang affiliation, and things got heated on Facebook, and they saw them in person on Friday. She's standing with the male cousin waiting for a ride home, and long story short is the gang member gets out, starts pushing her around. He gets in the way, says, hey, it's my cousin. Don't hit her, and they hit him. They go back and forth, and they pull out a gun, and they kill the 17-year-old. They shot the 16-year-old girl who's still in ICU right now, and they arrested them yesterday. So it's three gunmen, the kid that got killed, and his cousin who's fighting for her life. All because of words being said. That's the dumbest thing to shoot anybody over. It's a dumb thing to kill anybody over. So we're going to turn that around because, hey, bad stuff happens like that. We're going to have ourselves a good time, right? Right on. It's sad. I hate to bring people down like that, but it had to be said. Sorry. You're too young. Your life is over. As gunmen, their lives are over. And it just, it's, it's really sad that they were obviously, I mean, it has something to do with the environment they're in, you know, yep. and yep. and it's it's really sad that they're probably a product of their environment. You know? It's sad. You're right. You know, it came from somewhere, and it's it's not a good one because there are healthier ways of doing what you do. But when I heard that and saw that and saw the cops and the and the tape, I said, "This is really something dark, people." And it turned out it was darker than what I thought it was. Young people messed up their lives, and one gone. His yeah. mother was on the news uh, Monday, and she was just full of tears. And I mean, damn. I mean, I cannot imagine losing a child to gun violence. I almost lost a child to gun violence, and well, not like violence, but accident. Yeah. And like, it's it's horrible. It, it's really horrible. Words can't describe it. it. Yeah, the 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 getting a call, your child has been shot. That yeah. is the scariest call that you can possibly get and i completely understand that because i've had that call i know it's rough i said whoa you know and if i take the time to say i uh, love you i uh, miss you reach out to people check on folks it's 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 the world we live in but um hey we'll see the outcome because they got the people you know and they got the process to go through and like i said just those kids could be tried for murder and they could have death penalty in texas we don't play like that and their lives are gone to every capacity i mean they're not, I don't know, it's, it's sad. Sad. Mm-hmm. Think about that. So mm. We're going to be drinking wine and having ourselves a good time. How about that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, our subject of the day. I waited a while to get you in here because I know if people did you wrong, Miss Carly, that you don't, you're, you're a Southern girl. <laughs> <laughs> you believe in Southern justice, okay? Southern justice. <laughs> it, and no one ever says... Northern justice, you know, we got Southern justice. That means you were really in trouble. I heard a justice, and then there's Southern justice. We don't play below the Mason-Dixon line, okay? Yeah. We get to it, okay? Justice and justice. Justice. Southern justice. (laughs) Got that Southern draw with the sheriff wearing the hat and got the thick mustache. You got Southern justice, boy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we believe in the woodshed down here when you get in trouble, so it just... 
That's what we do. My subject today is crazy, hilarious revenge stories. And these yes. people submitted some stories, and it's kind of funny what happened because people did them wrong, and, and they took it in their own hands, hands to make it right. I'm going to give you this one before I go to break here, but there's a, a guy, was a guy, gentleman, whatever, successful, had a nice business, hired a pretty secretary. Wife didn't like it, but you know what? She, she put up with it. Well, the guy took off with her, okay, and said he was leaving the wife. Okay, fine. He gets to the Bahamas. Or wherever, one of those island destinations said, you know, I'm leaving. You know, I got enough money to stay me. You can have the house. You can do this, 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 this. I don't care about that. Oh, by the way, I want you to sell the Mercedes, and I want you to send me the money. His, his exact words. Sell the car. And just send me the cash, and we'll call it even. So she did. She placed an ad and sold that Mercedes for $50. <laughs> I don't know what year it was, but whatever year it was, it was a new Mercedes, right? And somebody's like, really? She goes, yeah, 50 bucks. You want this car? Give me $50. And she mailed it to him. Dang, that lucky first person Who are you who's telling? sitting there scrolling the ads. Oh, oh, oh. Well, let's correct that. This is the first person who responded who probably other people thought, this is a joke. I'm not going, because I was, yeah. you know, let's say a 2023 car for $50, it's a clunker, or this is not right. Or. Usually is like, oh, uh, $50, come in and do, and then uh, it's like, oh, take it home free with a credit check. Like, or, you know what I mean? Like yep. something like that. Something you behind it. Like something additional to yep. it. Yep. Sure. Something behind it, right? Because uh, it, it's, it's just too good to be true. Like, you know, if you did, what's the catch? And with cars being used, it's like there's a big catch. So she says, no, it's, it, you can come check it out. You can drive it. I got the pink. He told me to sell it. <laughs> she did. FedEx him. You know, here you go. Bye. <laughs> Deuces. Mm, she sure did. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I'm saying, boy. That's creative. It is. That's really creative. It really is. And it, it was really true. So somebody's. Driving around whatever year that was, brand new, under warranty, <laughs> had like maybe 80 miles on it, you know, brand new, you know, had that new car smell in it, you know, oh, <laughs> and Mercedes not a bad ride, right? So oh, no, definitely not. I, I know they told all day for, man, I got this car for $50, man, you lying, no, I didn't, look, you know, yeah, uh-huh. And the person who probably saw it first who didn't take the base said, damn. Yeah, they see it in the, in the headlines, and then they're like, mm, that could have been me. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. It was in the headlines of, you know, it really happened. It made, <laughs> made the news. And she told him, he right. He gave me 50 bucks, and I sent it to my ex-husband. <laughs> so we got stories like that, y'all. You need to stay tuned for this. We'll be right back. DFW presents $5 You Call It Crown and Down Wednesdays and Thursdays where the choice is yours. With upscale hospitality, the best service and entertainment, in a safe environment, throwing the best party in DFW. Military is always free admission. Come see why Rick's is the best and forget the rest. Rick's Cabaret has two locations, 15,000 Airport Freeway and 7101 Calmont Avenue, Fort Worth, Texas. Come see why everyone ends up at Rick's. Mention Fishbowl Radio and get free admission. Come see the best. When you're looking to buy or sell a house, look no further than Wendy Mayer. Licensed real estate agent and realtor with the Texas Best Properties, located in Keller, Texas. 
Wendy is the premier choice for all of your real estate needs and is dedicated to providing the highest level of personalized service every step of the way. That is Wendy with the Y and the last name is spelled M-A-I-E-R. Wendy can be found at Wendy Speaks Real Estate on Facebook and Instagram. The website is TexasBestProperties.com. You can also reach her by phone at 817-337-7089. Introducing the best vodka on the planet, Dank Vodka. Dank Vodka is the world's first terpene vodka, having lemon haze terpenes in our ingredients. We are also veteran-owned and operated out of the great state of Texas in the city of Waxahachie. Carbon filtered with the best and purest water right here on the planet. No added sugar. Go to DankSpirits.com and check out our website. First and only terpene vodka in the world, Dank Vodka. That is DankSpirits.com. Get you some. Are you a college student graduating in 2023 from an arts program? The Listening Heart Mini Motivational Scholarship is now taking applications. This scholarship is open to students graduating in 2023. If you're graduating from an associate's or bachelor's program in art, music, film, graphic design, or theater, you can qualify for free money. For more information, find Create Community Dancing Light Promotions on Facebook or call 575-626-6571. This scholarship was created in memory of Marianne Listening Heart and Minnie Marie Bixler. Apply today until December 25th, 2022.
Ladies and gentlemen, we are doing our thing, I swear. I got one of the best techs in the radio world who's the biggest Dallas Cowboy fan, and he is with me, and he has made a bet that uh, the Cowboys boy is going to do so well, so he's going to pay me today on air. I love this man. Angelo, you my dog, brother, I swear. Everybody knows I'm telling the truth because I'm Catholic, so, you know, it kind of happens that way. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. 
You hey, you call me out on my own show? Is that what you did? I, I, I don't like this man anymore. I tell you what, man. <laughs> You're an old fart and your breath stink. You know, I swear. That's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> what are you laughing at over there? I'm just spectating. That's not funny, man. <laughs> mm. He was right about the wine. I'm going to give him that. <laughs> yeah, it's a good way to start your morning. Jerk, I swear, you know. But anyway, I'm talking with Carly, and uh, we're talking about revenge. See, our topic is revenge, so... <laughs> He, he, yeah, uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out on my next break when I find this fool. But anyway. Ah! <laughs> people got some crazy revenge stories, man, about how people did them wrong so they kind of got them back, you know. So I'm just going to read some here randomly because there's so many out there on the Internet. And these are true stories. These some have been verified. If you ever been to the BuzzFeed uh, website, they're real good at that. They'll find the tea on a lot because yes. they thrive on dirt, but it's good dirt. You know, stuff you laugh about opposed to putting you down. They're going to say, damn, I should have done it or thought about that. So here we go. Uh, this is called the brilliant student. Guy was a student in his, in his French class, okay, high school French class. And there was a guy who used to copy his test all the time. And it says here, he says, I got tired of him talking and copying my test. So I purposely put the wrong answers on my test. And then after the guy copied on me, he changed and put the correct ones on there, you know, <laughs> and went that way with it. He says he ran into him a few years after he graduated. He says um, the guy who copied him, he said, hey, I have to admit something. I copied off all your tests throughout my third year of French. He goes, but I always failed. <laughs> and the guy was like, he explained to him why he failed. He said, yeah, it felt good telling that that changed my answer. It was great. That dude fell French because he kept cheating on the wrong person. Every time he would look over, he put the wrong answer, and old boy would write it down. <laughs> That's being very observant, observative. Like, he noticed the guy was cheating. He literally, the whole semester or year or whatever. That's what he says. <laughs> along with yep. screwing with this guy <laughs> just so he would not cheat on his test. That's like dedication it is dedication i don't think i would have cared that much well <laughs> if, if the guy was a jerk to him outside of class you know whatever okay, i probably would him. okay yeah if that was if that was an incident yeah if someone was a jerk yeah and then they're cheating on my test okay yeah then i can see that dedication yep uh, you know what and i I'm, <laughs> i cheated off a couple people too so i understand that you I know I remember one time getting in trouble in class for the teacher said I was Gotta cheating talk on a test. And w were I you? literally was not. No, this is what made me so mad. Because <laughs> the person that they I was accused of cheating on the test was, like, not a very smart person. I see that. So I was, like, but they had, like, this cool, like, Simpsons-like <laughs> comic thing, like, on their desk. Yeah. And, like, when I just, like, looked over at it. And then, like, the teacher's like, you're cheating. And I'm like, I was not cheating, like, literally. And it broke me. <laughs> As a kid, in first grade, I'm like, I wasn't cheating. I wasn't cheating. <laughs> no. I'll be the first to tell you that uh, the last high school I went to, because I didn't like it, and it wasn't a good school anyway, um, I was even put back a grade. and No one fought for me to get back into the right grade, so you know, I had to stay there another year in hell. But here's the thing. My English teacher gave us the test because it was like three or four seniors had to take this particular English course. 
Um, and everybody else was a grade below us, but you know, we were going to graduate anyway, but we had to take the final test. It was a written test. So we were sitting there next to the desk and this guy behind me who I didn't like, but he was like, Hey, look, well, I'm saying, cause no one really liked Paul, but he's been a jerk, but still the thing is he was like, look, you know, we want to pass the test. I said, well, you know, I mean, I can't really help because we're getting ready to take it. What do you want? He goes, give me a copy of the test. It was like a four page test. Or maybe three. I remember it had more than one page. I'm like, well, I mean, what do you mean? He goes, I want a copy of the test. I said, well, you know, detail. He says, can't you just slide us a test? Like, you know, hand him a copy. I'm like, I could, but what's in it for me? He took up a collection from, like, his immediate buddies, right? I had, like, 40 or 50 bucks, okay? Seriously, cash, right? He gave this big wad of money, put him in my hand, goes... Give me a copy. So here I was going to the teacher. She gave me my copy, and she's distracted because of all the commotion going on. And I slid it to him. I said, I didn't get a copy. And so she gave me another one, right? And I slid that one to another dude behind me. And I told the guy in front of me who was taking the test, James, give me a copy of that test. He knew what was going on, so he gave me a copy. I'm looking at it. I said, mm. The other guy, he's waving a $10 bill at me. I kind of <laughs> leaned over and gave him that one. I said, I didn't get a copy. She goes, I thought I gave you one. I said, you see one in front of me? So she hesitant you know and gave me that last copy right but she actually had two because it was a pile of papers right in other words if we take this test it's the same test that the other students are going to take so she didn't have two different tests we just got hours early so i had a duplicate copy and another dude he tapped me on my shoulder and slipped me a 20 and i gave him that test like that i turned to her real fast and she says i don't know what's going on between y'all but I think I might have to rewrite my test. And if she did, I still made money on it. But if she didn't, everybody passed. They were, I had like four or five of those tests out there. Oh, my God. I had cash money. I had like 60 or $70. And, and when you're in school not working, that's money. Like, that's money. I was about to graduate. I spent two years, six months, two weeks, and two hours in the gates of hell, and I'm about to get out, and I said the best way I can have revenge is giving these people this test, and I made a profit on it, tax-free. Damn. I'll never forget that. You were taxing <laughs> the teacher on that whole year of work and it's sad profit and it's it. sad because i actually liked her she was kind of cute so <laughs> had a little crush on her you know what i'm saying you i played should, her i did play her i played her <laughs> like a fiddle honey hear me i played her real good you know so <laughs> i remember one time in fourth grade um uh -oh. so i would get computer time i gave my teacher an x-men poster why so i could get computer time what? <laughs> really? Yeah, no. When you were done with your work, there was four computers, and the first four people or whatever, mm -hmm. like, I, for extra computer time, I was like, I'll give you an X-Men poster to my teacher in fourth grade, and he said yes. Wow. Mr. Wyatt, there. I remember. See? Sometimes you remember them names, right? <laughs> <laughs> I remember my English teacher. Her name was Miss Williams, okay? And if anybody who's, who's watched that show, A Different World, came on years ago, uh, you can catch it on some of these oldie stations now. Uh, she looked like that character Whitley Gilbert, who the actress' name is Jasmine Guy, mixed black woman who's pretty and hot and nice complexion and good body and big eyes and nice hair and everybody wants to do her. I'm not gonna lie, my teacher looked like that, but she was five foot, 
She wasn't this tall, but she was short, petite, hot, young. And here she is like 20-something. We're 18 and hormonal. <laughs> you know? Ah, yes, I remember Ms. Williams, yeah. And I passed her test. <laughs> I look back on some of my teachers, and now that I'm older, I'm like, they were totally like, they they were probably freaks. Yep. They were probably freaks. They look like I'm like I remember them in my head, and then like I know things like in my adult life now, and I'm like, okay. Okay, we getting off topic, but well, let me tell you something. Miss Williams showed up once with hickeys on her. Okay. <gasps> and we ran because she had a light complexion. Seriously, she was a mixed black, you know, half black, half white, you know, and she had a really fair complexion, she like said an oatmeal. She fell on the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> no, she just. Took a stack of papers like she's going to swatch you like a fly when we teased her about it. I mean, she had hickeys all on her. We all knew what happened that weekend. We know who happened with, but she was hot. That was the reason why we all signed up for her class. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling my whole audience out in Radio Land. If you can Google Jasmine Guy, the actress, okay, especially in her heyday because she's older now, but tell, believe me. It's hard when you're going through the change, you're getting hair on your balls, and you, you don't know what to do with it down there because you're starting to figure out, hey, I heard stories about what I can do with this. And she used to wear them tight skirts, first year teaching. So she a young teacher. She young, and she looked like she was a kid because she was short. Everybody mistook her for a student because she was that young, and she was that short, and she was that pretty. I signed up for that class because she was hot as hell. Damn. I know. Almost made me want to fail and take it again. <laughs> got to go to commercial and come back and talk. We got more revenge stories coming. I'm sorry we got off topic, but I couldn't help it. We're talking about Miss Williams and our little hot ass. Hell yeah, I ain't lying. And she was fine, y'all. And she was not bad at all. <laughs> okay? And when you're 18 and you're trying to figure things out, and that is your teacher, okay? It just make you do things you might get kicked out of church for, but that's all right. <laughs> We're going to be just fine. Be right back for that attack. Fort Worth and Rick's Cabaret DFW presents $5 You Call It Crown and Down Wednesdays and Thursdays where the choice is yours. With upscale hospitality, the best service and entertainment, in a safe environment, throwing the best party in DFW. Military is always free admission. Come see why Rick's is the best and forget the rest. Rick's Cabaret has two locations, 15,000 Airport Freeway and 7101 Calmont Avenue, Fort Worth, Texas. Come see why everyone ends up at Rick's. Mention Fishbowl Radio and get free admission. Come see the best. Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Introducing the best vodka on the planet, Dank Vodka. Dank Vodka is the world's first terpene vodka, having lemon haze terpenes in our ingredients. We are also veteran-owned and operated out of the great state of Texas in the city of Waxahachie. Carbon filtered with the best and purest water right here on the planet. No added sugar. Go to DankSpirits.com and check out our website. First and only terpene vodka in the world, Dank Vodka. That is DankSpirits.com. Get you some. I do my hair toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Hair toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling?
Ah, a little please me right there. I tell you what, Bruno Mars, Cardi B, boy, please me, babe. You know when that when that song came out, I was actually at a um, event for a local station, ninety seven point nine, the beat hip hop station out here. And the guy from Atlantic Records played that and said, "You guys can't tell anybody about this because it's not released." So I didn't tell anybody, but I got on my phone, hit video, hit record, put it behind my back. And got the first few bars of this song. Like, damn, he right. He kind of cool. And about three months later, it came out. I was like, yep, he right. So that was kind of cool. Got to hear for anybody else. Got to hear it. Record business, y'all. <laughs> nice. I know, boy. It's crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. We're talking about revenge stories. We're getting back on topic. <laughs> I love revenge. Uh-huh, a little revenge story, how people get back at people because they did them wrong, right? And, you know, you, some people kind of crazy like that, so it kind of happens that way. Uh, this was a married couple, okay? Oh, well, still is, I guess, because it said they've been together for a while. But when they first got married, the wife said the husband would leave his boxer shorts on the bathroom every night. After a shower, he just throw them down on the ground. And she begged him. She said, I threatened violence and tried to get him to put his laundry and the laundry basket, he wouldn't do it. So, she would wrap his dirty underwear around his pillow in bed at night. So, if you want to go to sleep, <laughs> you got to remove it. And when she did that, she says, I haven't seen him on the floor for over 19 years. Oh, my God. I love that story. Mm-hmm. Literally, everything about that story is freaking hilarious <laughs> you put and you know what's actually really funny is like in my household like as like a joke like you know my dad would be like oh i'm gonna put dirty underwear in your pillow at night so you'll snuggle like a poop smell like i don't know, like and it was always like we're like ew no yeah really and, like, Come on. i'm not even joking that was like literally like a joke that my dad used to make in our family like i'm gonna put dirty underwear in your pillow yuck <laughs> <laughs> yuck <laughs> That ain't good. Oh my goodness! What what kind of family y'all y'all got going on? You know, <laughs> yeah, the kind where like I come home from high school and my dad be like, "Oh, how was your day? Did you poop your pants?" Like, oh, um, no, Dad, I didn't. And then he'd just be laughing like, "That's mm-hmm. not funny." Damn, <laughs> had to be a hoot in that family, you know? I know, right? Yeah, it's Jeez. crazy, man. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Something else. Now, check this out for those that have roommates, because I had roommates that were just roommates. I used to live with my brother, who was a roommate. We yeah, we stay family longer if we're not roommates. Trust me. You talk about roommate issues earlier. We're not going to bring that up, but I, I dig where you're coming from. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh so sometimes you got to just take your lick and go on. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this one says... Um, my college roommate constantly stole food and ate my food, but claimed that it had, you know, spoiled, so they had to throw it out, but they actually were eating the food. They're just saying, hey, you know what, I threw it out, but they knew they were eating it. Come on, you know, food wasn't spoiled. So one day I bought a package of Oreos that I clumsily dropped on the floor. I cleaned them all up, put them back in the package. Sure enough, I come back from class to find out my Oreos were missing. Sweet revenge. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. I would have done something more than just drop them on the floor. What, what have you done? Okay, so my <laughs> revenge story is when uh, my older son's dad, classic, got two girls pregnant at the same time. I was pretty mad. Sounds like um, it. And so I scrubbed 
the toilet and like the floor and the trash can with his toothbrush. I've heard about he that. He got really sick afterwards. Actually, he really uh, did. Yeah, uh, fecal and matter. And that's probably the worst thing that I ever did to anyone. But I literally like scrubbed skid marks out of the toilet with his toothbrush, and he got sick. Wow. <laughs> that's Good. the worst thing I've ever done to anyone. Like mm-hmm. literally, like that's the. I mean. You know, I, I'm pretty mild when it comes to... I don't like to do, like, things to people, but when you do... And the thing about it was, like, I had bought him an iPhone mm-hmm. when I broke up with him, and because, or, you know, we were just like, this, we're not going to do this. And, well, yeah. And um, he threw it on the ground and smashed it because I asked him to give it back because I was paying for it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I'm going to scrub the toilet with your toothbrush. I could have done worse. I could have, like, stole all his stuff or, like... Yeah. Damn. Like, slash the tires on his car or whatever. But, no, I scrubbed the toilet with his toothbrush. Uh-huh. And so he got sick and had to miss work. And so then he missed out on that income. Uh, so. Squeaky clean. There you go. <laughs> squeaky clean. <laughs> now, hey, I, I'm... Oh. <coughs> I'm trying not to piss people off, but I got to tell y'all, okay? I don't have a... I'm not going... Bash religions. I'm trying to get out of my mouth to say it best I can because, you know, I really try to, you know, have fun and all that stuff. But I've got Christian friends. I've got Jewish friends. i got Muslim friends. i got friends who are atheists, whatever. Long story short is I have a friend who's Muslim. And he had a roommate that, you know, started out okay. But the guy would piss him off and keep him up at night and bring people over. I could eat the food and all that stuff like that. You know, when you cohabitate with anybody, be it your spouse, be it family, be it roommate, whoever, you know, it's give and take. It's 50-50. And some things you may or may not like. I get that. I've been there. I understand that, having people live with you and stuff. But this guy was, like, really focused on work and really focused on goals and, you know, discipline. You know, like, I go to bed at this time. I get up at this time. I, I do my job. You know, I pay my bills. You know, and that's a regiment he was trying to keep. Well, this other guy was messing with that or disturbing him, and you know, he speak to him about it. He got no progress. Now, if you know anything about most Muslims, they pray five times a day, but they have morning prayers, which means when the sun comes up, they pray. Whenever, whenever, you know, sun starts to peak, right? You know, early, you know, that, 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 that dawn, that dusk comes up, you know, just, <laughs> it's about to be in, the roast, the roosters start crowing, put it that way. They're praying and they have a prayer chant that they use. He said, you know what? I got my speakers of my stereo and I put them right by his door and I turned up the prayer. Every morning at five or four o'clock in the morning, and it's a real hey, yeah, yeah, hey, hey, hey. It's loud. It's a call to prayer. They have it all in the third world countries. They put speakers on buildings, let people know it's time to get up and it's time to pray. And he said he put both speakers by that dude's door, and while well, he's saying his prayers, <laughs> dude, <laughs> getting annoyed. He said, "My roommate left in a week." <laughs> he said, <laughs> oh "We gonna pray God. too." <laughs> You keep me up at night, I'm going to wake you up in the morning. Do it, yeah, by all means. Get that revenge. He loved it. He said, we're going to pray together. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. Did you wake up How with prayer? How you doing pr- this morning? Did you wake up with prayer? Good. You What'd you pray up, for? You woke up 
full of the spirit of the Lord. <laughs> well, they believe in Allah and, and you know, it, Muhammad. Whatever, it's the same thing. Hey. Let's be real, it's the same thing. I'm not, I, that's another show, I can't get into that right now. <laughs> I can't be talking same about. Same thing, different cultures. I can't be talking about that. Drink, I can't be talking about Let's that and drinking wine. Thing, no. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that and drink wine, okay? <laughs> okay. Water, yes. Wine, no. But anyway. Wine actually was a um, religious thing. I didn't say it wasn't. I just said I wasn't going to talk about it like that. That's all I said. You trying to be uh, smart now? No, huh? I'm just. You trying to be funny? Dating. Is that what you're trying what to do? I know in my brain. Are you sure? I mean, I went to church. <laughs> I, I go to church whenever it's necessary. My son loves to go to church. So I go well, to church with my kids. All I know is. That that boy did not appreciate being woken up by <laughs> by them prayers, and I guess he 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 just didn't have the system in the house where you would walk in and it's at the living room, right? I mean, he said I took my 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 cords and just put them right by the handle. Yeah, Bose speakers, though. We talking stereo, not mono. Oh yeah, I know all about that Bose. I love Bose Mini Sound Link too. That's what I'm working with. I love it. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> when you get to when you get past five, you know, Bose is rocking. This dude said, I turn over to nine. I said, oh, no, you had nine on yours. <laughs> said, I wanted to make sure he heard it. You know, it, it's a loud, it's a loud chant. You know, every time I see, um, like, newsreels and stuff, when they talk about the culture and, you know, call the prayer in the morning, you know, all these buildings have that because their religion dictates their law. But it's like you cannot get out of those cities without hearing this stuff, whether you get up and pray or not. You know, you know it's that time. Even like I said, even before the rooster crow. And it's dark, but the sun try to come up and make it a little bit lighter and just before it crests, you say your prayers every morning. Three sixty five. And you know, they pray five times a day. So it's like he was like I gotta keep hearing this stuff. As long as you're in my house, we're going to pray together. A week later, dude packed his bags, gave him the remainder of the rent money, and said, deuces. I'm out of here. I can't take all this church <laughs> crap. I can't take all this religious Lord crap. He tried talking to him like a man, but he said, no, he kept kept him up. So this is what I'm he going to do. He was intimidated by the Holy Spirit. Whatever it was, it got him out the house. Yeah, obviously. So he don't he don't turn it up like that. In fact, he says he another play. way that you can use religion in your advantage. That was funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I just like died when I heard that. I'm like, yep, you're right. So it happens. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I use your religion to run your religion. Yeah, on that, no, I'm taking a break now. Hell yeah, I'm taking a break on that one. Intolerance. We gonna do this right now. We gonna come back at the top of the hour. We'll be right back for that attack. Hold on. DFW presents $5 You Call It Crown and Down Wednesdays and Thursdays where the choice is yours. With upscale hospitality, the best service and entertainment, in a safe environment, throwing the best party in DFW. Military is always free admission. Come see why Rick's is the best and forget the rest. Rick's Cabaret has two locations, 15,000 Airport Freeway and 7101 Calmont Avenue, Fort Worth, Texas. Come see why everyone ends up at Rick's. Mention Fishbowl Radio and get free admission. Come see the best. Fishbowl Radio Network. Yeah. Your voice matters. Jump in. 
We are so excited to announce that Anthony Jones Productions has a new TV series coming out called Blocked. Blocked is a suspenseful drama surrounding a young lady named April who is at war with herself and with a cold heart she shatters anyone who tries to mend any brokenness from her past. Life itself has dragged her to hell and back and she's going to make sure that God himself feels her wrath. Blocked is a nail biter as it confronts many societal issues like church culture, molestation, hypocrisy, judgmental friends, and the inner turmoil of finding your own identity. Matter of fact, we have Antrice Jones, who is the director, the producer, and the writer of this brand new series in the studio with us today. Hey, everybody. It's me, Antrice Jones. Connect with us. Follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, IG, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I look forward to connecting with you. Stay tuned for my new TV series, Blocks, coming soon to streaming services. Yes! The Nashville Sound meets the soul of Memphis. The CMA New Artist of the Year shares a drink with his superstar buddy from the home of the blues. Get your feet, Nashville. First, Chris Stapleton, and it's Justin Timberlake. Whiskey. Uh. You're a sweet, strong. 
No, man. 
some things are love on the brain. Just love on. <laughs> if you knew, you knew. If you know, you know. We leave it at that. <laughs> Carly going, yeah, I know what's up. Hell yeah, that's how we do. And sometimes how we don't. Um, y'all know what I'm talking about. You know, I'm going to leave it right there. Some things need to be maybe seen and not heard or heard or not seen. But ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we do it the way we do it. And we have a damn good time doing it. Welcome back, people. Welcome back. And remember, I still do my Brownie Lux calendar, and I got those holidays on there, you know. I got a few more, as I'll say, adult holidays on here that I'm not going to discuss right now because there's some things pending as far as things going to happen. But I will say this. I'm the only one in the world that's got them. And I have a few people that are going to help me celebrate them because we're going to promote them, plain and simple. Always put it out there like that. Don't I? Right on. You always do. I try. I will, and I'm not stopping. <laughs> Putting it on. Yeah, holidays are us, plain and simple. Now, with that being said, it is Brownie Locks calendar time. Yes, it is. And you know how I do. You're on the tail end of January. The tail end of January. Let me say that again. The year just started, and we're about to have another month. That fast. Uh, yeah. I'm Can't serious. can't believe it. I woke up and it's like, I know they say Valentine's is right around the corner, but they got stuff out there for um, St. Patrick's already. At least let's get through this month. Yeah, it was just New Year's. It's already New Year's. It's still New Year's. It really is, if you it's think about it. It's still freaking New Year's. It really, 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 really is still <laughs> And people are not, you know, it's, it's just, I don't know. Give us time to absorb 23. They're still writing 22 on their papers and checks and, and requisites and invoice. I guarantee you people are still putting January in 2022. I guarantee you. Yep. Because <laughs> I it do. It takes everything inside of me to put 2023 on things right now. Isn't that hard? That's still it's, Everything inside of me. It's still early. <laughs> yeah, it's so new and fresh. It's weird like that. So, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm coming at y'all like this because the calendar actually popped up for February for Brownie Locks. I'm like, well, we're still in January. We still got a few days. Man. Don't rush time. But at the same time, January is kind of boring. I mean, after MLK and New Year's, that's kind of it. It's cold. It's wet. It's tax time. I get that. But we're not talking March right now. <laughs> We had snow last night. It's still winter down here. By the way, did you get any snow? Snow? Actually, last night when I was driving from Granbury to Irving, I saw snow 100% last night. So you're in Irving now? Yeah. Okay, so you didn't get the stuff like Denton, uh, other people up north, you know, got that's uh, – I saw the footage. They got, like, snow in a buoy, which is not that far from Fort Worth. Opposed to where we are in the Metroplex. Like, snow that accumulated. I saw it. Yeah, no, like, literally last night as I was driving from Granbury, I was coming from way the way, like, west end of Fort Worth, you know, coming around the freeway. Yeah. And it was, like, fat, like, snowflakes landing all over my windshield. And I was like, holy crap, it was hard to see. Wow. It was crazy. I mean, <laughs> it's still winter. That's why I'm going back to the narrative. Don't rush me. Like a few weeks ago, it was just like in the 70s. Yeah. What's up with that? The, Texas. It's 
Texas. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Because yeah. literally, like, the states right next to us don't deal with this. You're not wrong. You know what I mean? You're not wrong. It's just us. <laughs> so, <clears throat> before I do the calendar, I'm saying, since we're still winter, you know, they got the March stuff going on. It's like, we can't do March right now. We, we, we're still in the Valentine. We're still in January. We're still in first gear. But why are they pushing the stuff early? I don't know. Hmm. I guess we'll figure it out, won't we? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Check it out. This is Brownie Locks. This is what we do. All the holidays are on here. You all know about that. And we start the year off by celebrating, plain and simple. This is National Hot Tea Month, National Cheese Snack Month, National uh, Learn to Ski a Snowboard Month. That's kind of a good month for that. I'll say that. Uh, National Polka Music Month, which I told you guys, polka will probably never be played here. I just <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> National Volunteer Blood Donor Month, and also Self Help Month is also this month. The weekly observances we got right now is is National uh, Activities Professional Week from the twenty third to the twenty seventh. National Medical Group Practice Month. All the doctors and nurses from twenty three to twenty eighth. Uh, let's see here. A National Mentoring Summit, people that want to mentor people from the 25th, which is today through the 27th. And um, what is this here? Oh, uh, Meat Week for people who, you know, beef, pork, whatever, from oh, the 29th through the... That, that's this week? Yeah. Red Meat Week? Oh, I love it. Uh, you're already there, aren't you? I love it. Yeah, no, you... actually on Saturday, right before the Stars game, went and had some prime rib at Town Hearth. Um, okay. Okay, before I read the daily observances, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm extremely mad at you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this woman brought the red wine, but see, you didn't bring the beef. Beef and red wine is I a pairing, know. okay? I'm hungry now. No, forget it. I'm starving. No, man, no. You After didn't. this, I'm going out to eat. No. You, <laughs> you didn't bring any prime rib. And prime rib is one of my, my go-tos, okay? Prime rib. Prime rib. And you didn't. You brought the red, but you didn't bring the prime. What? What's up with that? I slacking today. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, last night's affairs got me. Well, let's not talk about that right today. now. We don't. That, I understand all that, but still, I'm still because she said red meat and she said wine in the same sentence, folks. Anybody who knows me knows I'm carnivorous. I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not a vegan. Don't want to be. Will Screw not that. be. You know, I'm just not going to be, you know, and my father who's listening right now, believe it or not, my number one fan, I used to argue with him about steak because for years I wanted mine well done. He wanted his little pink in the middle, a little juicy. I'm like, oh, pink in the middle. That's a good. I was a kid. I didn't know any better. But now I understand and I get what he's talking about now. I'm like, yeah, put that little pink there. You know, you push on it. Little juices come out and you got red wine and a loaded baked potato and a Caesar salad. But you didn't bring the prime rib. <laughs> now, I'm mad at you. <laughs> anyway, I'm making these daily holidays that I'm complaining like music. But I'm sorry, I had to stop it right there, people. Forgive me because I normally have a routine I go through. But she said the two words, prime rib, and she said it in my presence. <laughs> and there ain't none here. And Lord knows I love a good, I love a good prime rib. Mm. She doesn't. 
Yeah, crazy folks don't, but we'll leave it at that. All right, let's see here. On the 20th, we're going back a few days. It was National Disc Jockey Day. Yep, we celebrated that one. National Cheese Lovers Day was also on the 20th. The 21st was Cheesy Snack Day, Hug Your Puppy Day, and National Use Your Gift Card Day because people do get those for Christmas and whatnot, and people don't use them. Use them before they expire, okay? So that was that. Uh, Let's see here. National, ooh, on the 23rd, National Pie Day. Actual eating pie, not the pie sign, P-I, which is 3, you know, dot one four. This is actually pies, apple pie, <laughs> cherry pie, that kind of thing is on the 23rd. Yesterday was, oh, National Peanut Butter Day, Belly Laugh Day, Beer Can Day, Mobile Phone Recycling Day, International Day of Education, and World Day for African and Afro-Descendant Culture. Today is Irish Coffee Day, Macintosh Computer Day, <laughs> Robert Burns Day, whoever the hell he is. Oh, God. I just had to say it like He's that. poet. I had to say it like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> and believe it or not, I don't know what it came up with this mess, but it's Library Shelfie Day. Not Selfie Day, Shelfie. Like putting books back up in the oh, library instead of leaving yes. them around the table when you read them, right? Tomorrow is Green Juice Day, Dental Drill Appreciation Day. That doesn't mean you got to go get a root canal tomorrow. Drill appreciation. <laughs> what? That's so specific. They really did get specs on that one. Not yeah. only a drill, but a dental drill day. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah, it's not like it. a sex drill. Nope, a dental drill. That could be sexy for some folks. Or a min- or a military drill. That that sure as hell in the fetish of mine. I got a dental drill fetish. Hey man, take that off the wall and get this molar back here. Ah! Screw my mouth. Screw my mouth. <laughs> that would hurt like a mofo. Why, line? Oh. Mm. Tomorrow is green. I said it. Green juice day. Peanut brittle day is tomorrow. And cl- oh, of course, with dental drill day. fire though. It really is. It really is. Yeah. Peanut br- a good peanut brittle is mm. lit, man. So that's how we do that. So going to go to a song. Going to come back to Carly. She's going to give us the tea on what's happening. I'm telling you what's going to happen with that. And I want to tell you guys that uh, next week, as I see it, because a lot of guests uh, couldn't make it, my friend Natalia, uh, she was supposed to be here today. Natalia is from Ukraine. And her mother from Ukraine also came to visit her and before she went back to war started so her mom is still here uh, she's been in touch with a lot of people over there daily who's doing what who's coming back uh, refugees coming to America you know she's giving me stuff that the world news cannot because she's got people out there fighting this war well in a nutshell she's been on my show three times last year and it's it, it rich your heart because these people are getting killed. They didn't ask for an invasion. It's their country. So they're fighting to keep it, obviously. But her son is really sick. And this COVID thing, flu, pneumonia, all these things are happening because it's winter and we get a lot more respiratory stuff happening. So she said she couldn't make it. And I really want her to come tell her story. So we're going to find a day for that. I know I promised some of you guys that she was going to be here. But she did call me yesterday and say, hey, my son is sick. I'm a mom. Her son is young enough to where he didn't have to be over there to fight. But her husband is over there fighting. Her father is over there fighting. 
her brothers over to fight. So all the men of certain age have to be there per their law if you're a citizen and you're in the country. Now, if you're here, you can volunteer and go over there. But they were there prior, like visiting, and then it happened, so they stayed. So uh, this is the only child she has with her, and he's you know not doing well. I said, hey, I get that. Your hands are full right now. It's a war going on over there. But I do promise when she gets back to being 100%, she will be here. I wanted to give her a shout out and let people know that she's not here because her son is sick. But again, when she gets back, she's going to tell us what's going on, what they need, what we can do for the refugees, how the war is going, personal testimony, and her mother who can't go back, but legally she can't stay here because she had a visitor's visa. They're giving her the clemency to stay because how can you fly into a war zone? You can't. It's pretty, pretty, pretty heavy, you know, what's going on with that. But she will be back as soon as she can, and we're going to do a show dedicated to the people of Ukraine. That being said, we're going to play y'all some music. I'm going to poke fun at Carly and probably give me a little bit more wine to drink because, man, I'm starting to get a little warm under the collar. It's all your fault. <laughs> and I want to find some prime rib. We'll be back for that attack.
Bad Yo, Boy South. Get on Field USA. Block Entertainment. Yeah. You know I go by the name Nitty, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I gotta introduce y'all to Melba Cup. I'm my squad, right? Yeah. This is man. All right, I tried to get to that one before it came. I thought that song was a little longer. Ah, <laughs> I did. I thought. By the way, that was Young Jock is going down. I gotta give him credit for that. Okay, that's why I'm gonna give him for it. <laughs> At least I gave him credit for it. That means he gets paid for it. You know, that's that's what we do. So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm with Carly. Y'all remember her? She's like my surrogate, you know, host, man. She comes frequently and stuff like that. And, yeah, she does adult entertainment. So how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, my career is doing pretty good right now. Can't complain. You know, some people are like, how come you keep having these adult stars on your show? My response is, well, I booked everybody else, but they couldn't show up. And I did. I booked other people and said, I got the flu. I got COVID. I can't make it. My son is sick. You know, and, and it, it does happen. But I will say, in all fairness, it does happen more in the winter because we're all inside, holidays and stuff like that. I mean, even before COVID, we had flu and, and coughs and colds, all that stuff, respiratory, because we're enclosed. We don't get out. It's too cold, like it was last night for some folks. So, yeah, there's going to be that sickness and stuff going on, but the show must go on regardless. And since you're getting ready to travel, I figure we'd give you a little plug before you go. How Definitely. about that? Definitely. So, <laughs> I promise people not every adult star is going to be on my show. But if they are, hey, give them courtesy because they have a story to tell. Now, I will say this. You are traveling like you're being booked and you're going to different cities. And I just have to remind my audience that this is a job that 90% of people don't do. But it's a job at the end of the day. It's yeah. about making your money, making your content, and going from there. It's demanding. It really is. It's a demanding job. I have to dedicate at talk least in the mic. close it's to half on the of side my of month. Okay, I'm sorry. Which side? Okay, so like <laughs> close to half of the month, I usually have to dedicate to flying out of state and doing other stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it's like when I'm in the state, I have my kids, I have my family, and when I'm here... I mainly am family stuff, but the other half of my month, I have to dedicate to flying around and doing these hectic schedules, yep. and it can be a lot. Yeah. Definitely. It's business travel, like other people travel for business. You got to go where it is, right? I Definitely. Mean. You, I mean, you have to go where the work is, and I mean... I make a good living doing it, and it's worth all the travel. It really is. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people just don't see it as a regular job. Nope. When it kind of actually is. It is. It's a job. You're working at it. You're making money at it. Uh, it's 90% of what people don't do. Uh, and it's a physical toll, you know, because you physically engage with people. So... You know, you're getting taxes on it. You're getting revenue on it. It's a job. It's like you're your own uh, CEO, basically. I mean, I do. I have to fill out. I literally just had a producer hit me up the other day and say, hey, I forgot to have you assign a tax form. Can you send me a W-9? Mm-hmm. And so I had to do that yesterday. I had to go print out, sign, and fax a W-9 for my job of adult film. Yeah. Because I got paid that amount of that amount of money to where taxes are required to be filed yep. for it. They, they tax them folks like they tax people with the regular punch in the clock kind of thing, you know. So 
they do. But you have a lot of facets there. I mean, yes, you got the film side, but you also have the photo side. Like, I notice people are putting photo sets together, and most of them, believe it or not, aren't even necessarily nude. Like, some people have the fetish of hand fetish or foot fetish. And, again, people, fetish doesn't necessarily mean a sexual thing. It's just I see people who do both of those fully clothed, but they show their hands or show their feet, and people find that arousing, and they get paid for it. Am I correct? That is very true. I, as an actor, doing vanilla stuff, and when I used to model when I just got out of high school and did you know five to six years of that, they would photograph our hands for jewelry ads, 75 to 125 bucks an hour. That's good. And they still do that today. That's still very good. <laughs> there, there's a woman in New York, and I'm saying because when I saw the footage, by looking at her, I would say she's probably knocking on the door maybe 50 years old or so, but she wears oven mitts on her hands so they don't get scarred up. She goes, I make my living with my fingers. She's getting 200 to $300 an hour on her hands. I kid you not. That's crazy. <laughs> so... You know, adult actors who say, hey, my body's being used this way. Let's try this. They're making tons of money on that. And it's it's a fetish. And there ain't nothing wrong with that at all. People are making a living. And it doesn't matter how you're doing it. You're doing it honestly. And you're not ripping people off. That's what I feel like. There's yeah. all kinds of people that are just making unhonest livings and ripping people off. But yet, like, the people who are making an honest living... And they're just doing something a little unconventional. Usually get judged a certain time of way. <laughs> okay, they get judged in America. Europeans and people, that, <laughs> they cool with this, okay? Yeah, Europe, no biggie. Yep. Um, America, you're shamed. You're excommunicated. You're whatever, you know. D- did you know they had a, a sting Last night they talked about on the news they had a prostitution stink in South Lake and in other affluent neighborhoods where rich people are rich and the women are all blonde and they arrested 47 people including a youth pastor and a high school football coach. Oh my gosh. Actually that seems a little intense. A, ha- a high school football coach. High school football co- I'm not shaming people. I'm just saying they made that decision. They wanted to do what they did. And it wasn't even like it was a um, underage kind of thing. It was like a regular prostitute on Craigslist kind of thing saying, hey, come here for that. And they went there for that with someone who was 21 and older. And for whatever reason, they did. And their attorney who was on the news earlier today and yesterday said he thought they were consenting adults wanting this, of course, and now they're busted on it. And they're making their pictures and mugshots out there. But... They're trying to tell you how now, brown cow, and they do it. I'm like, that's not right. Yeah, no. That's it right. really sounds like um, people paying for a legitimate service, everyone consenting, and of adult age. Some people don't have the time for dating, and um, they yeah. would rather just pay for the service that they would like to have because they don't have the time because maybe they have a professional career. And, or for whatever and reason. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that at all. Everyone has needs. And some people don't have the time in their life because of their careers or because of their personal life situations to dedicate towards that aspect of service that they need. Mm-hmm. And if they can 
pay somebody to provide that service. I don't think that there's any kind of problem with that, and I and and society really needs to get on board with that. I honestly think we need a tip a tip from the Netherlands because I mean, yeah, because look, if your body's sore and you want a massage, you're gonna go pay someone to get a massage, right? True that. True that. You need a release. But you don't have the time in your personal life to find somebody to give you that. You can pay somebody for that. Well, here's the thing. They know they can't stop it. They said straight up, we don't necessarily, quote, unquote, like the the act of prostitution. But they said we can't stop it, so they regulate it. They have to register. They get checked out by a doctor. They wear condoms. And they report income. And they make you know, a percentage of the income that goes towards the city, state, or the country. They say, you know, we don't like this. Like when they do, uh, they pass out needles for those that shoot up. There's a park over there you can shoot up freely, and there are needles they give you, clean needles to cut down on this and that. And if you get high or stoned right there, you're not breaking the law, but they regulate it because, A, they're scared about your health, and, B, they know they can't control if it gets illegally on the black market. So it's it's the oldest profession. I'm not saying you do that. I'm saying those that do you're not going to stop it. Vegas has brothels. They regulate all that stuff. It's better to be safe than sorry. But when you make your content, you're making this for people who may enjoy what you do, plain and simple. And, and you're making a living same, it. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like um, People enjoy the entertainment of movies, so they pay to watch a movie. Yep. It's the same thing. It's entertainment. It, it's entertainment. Added, it, uh, one of the things people did pat me on the back is like when I bring entertainers in here, they're like, you're getting in depth. Like you mentioned, you have a family, you've got, you know, children, you're a mom, you know, you have a life, you know, you do what you do, but you have a life and they're not affected by it. They're not even a part of the equation. And you got somebody out there saying, well, you shouldn't do this in the name of, I say, mind your damn business because they're not supposed to live your life and vice versa. And I hate it when people try to mother hen people. Because I always yeah. wonder, what's in their closet? Like the people who went to that hotel. You're telling people don't do it, and yet they got busted. They got busted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, explain that one to me. I mean, they got, you know. Hypocrites. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's crazy like that. So it, it's, it is what it is. Now, I know some people work for studios, which you said you work for certain studios, but are you now taking the plunge of having your own production, like in charge of every aspect of what you do? I have like a 50-50 kind of thing going on with somebody, and we both 50-50 run like a website and like series of clip stores. Sure. And I mean, really, like, and I think I've talked about it before, it's the Pony Girl content. Yeah. I sell videos of girls crawling on the ground with guys sitting on their backs there's no like sex or nudity no penetration i've seen no penetration i've seen your production maybe mild nudity maybe topless but like yeah that's all that it is and i make several hundred dollars a month i I want you just selling videos and i may not even post a video every month sure and I'm still making several hundred dollars a month off the videos that yep. I have in the collection on my website and clip stores. I, I want everybody out there to understand that, yeah, you know, I have viewed content and I, I get that information and I tell you guys about it. And what she said, other people in this town, and I'm pretty sure nationwide, but people I have known or spoke to or interviewed, you know, there's that line because this woman 
that is not too far from the studios, actually. She's like, I don't do sex. I do fetish. She does things that are non-penetrative. You know, bodies are nude or genitals are exposed, but it's not penetrating, which is the definition of most quote-unquote sex acts. And she says, that's not me. I don't want to be penetrated, but she does fetish stuff. And like you said, there's not anything that's going on further than that. But because of the nature, you have to put it under the category of adult entertainment, 18 and up. Because legalities are there, if I'm correct, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. See, and and people need to understand that. Nudity is not the enemy. When I was a film student, I did a nude set for our class, nude art. People love, like, and will express nude art. And one person was like, oh, he's making porn. The teacher shut them down and said, look, there's been nude art from the time of man to what we got now. There's nothing offensive with what this student has done. We always get positive feedback when we present our pictures to you know the rest of the class. So if you can't say something positive, hush. Yeah. Shut your mouth. And they got kind of pissy about it. I said, there's nothing important about this. It's a woman who's topless wearing a black dress. That's all it was. It's art. Nudity is not always sexualized. So there's a line right there. I hope I'm correct by saying that, right? No, I completely believe everything that you're saying. Boom. So there's a, a fetish thing that people associate with quote-unquote sex. The pony thing is cool. Now, what inspired you for that? Because I know you do it, but you never really said how you got into it okay, or what. so really what? the way that I got into it was, yeah. okay, so the guy that I 50-50 the, all the content with and stuff, he is a data scientist. Really? And so, yes, he builds out algorithms for companies and he w- did whatever kind of search. He was like, I want to make money off of videos on the internet, but I don't want to be involved in anything that has sex. Sure. And sure. he started looking into categories where there's a demand for it, but mm-hmm. people aren't really making the content. And this is the category that he came across. That He's like, I could do this. It's not sex. People want to see it, and people are paying money for it. Yeah. And... He brought me in as a partner. Hmm. And so we 50-50. There you go. Interesting. Interesting. That's not bad at all, actually. And he's making money at it. And there's people out there who don't want the penetrative uh, entertainment. It's not always about that, people. There's so many categories out there. I went to one place where when I was gathering information, I was like, all these categories A to Z. I figured it'd be like maybe 20 or 30. It's like 200. You know, everything from feet hands to smoking they want to see people smoke a cigarette oh yeah smoking fetish is a real thing it's crazy because you would think if it's on that site it would be more of a sexual or a nudist whatever they're fully clothed women smoking a cigarette yeah and that's it and people are gonna pay to see that yeah they're paying big money for that i'm like you ever went to a bingo hall you want to pay somebody? <laughs> All the women in there smoking? I mean, seriously. You're just dragging a cigarette, and then you put it out, and someone pays you for it. Mm-hmm. I never thought that was something people would pay for. It's crazy, the things that people pay for, <laughs> to be completely honest. It really is, man. And everybody's got their, their go-to, you know, so that is that. Uh, is there any links or anything you want to give our audience? Because i got to play a song before we leave. So anyone you want people to find you or... 
Yeah, um, I'm typically on Twitter. Um, my uh, Twitter tag is um, Cardog O G K A R D A W G capital O capital G. I'm on Instagram as well, but um, it's Cardog underscore O G like K A R D A W G underscore O G. Mm-hmm. That's where she is, but she's card dog, y'all. Woof, yeah. woof. Come on now. You I mean, know? you can even Google. Google me. Type. Go to all the adult film websites. Um, type mm-hmm. in car dog or Carly Page. K A R L E E Page. P A I P A I G E. And there you have it. So we're gonna play a song and then come back and close out this show. I. I you know, I always have you back, so don't worry about not being back. But, again, you know, I, I tell people so they'll have a better idea and education on stuff. Because the minute you mention porn, the minute you mention sex, it gets a bad rap. It gets the worst rap ever. I like to break it down and say, look, this is kind of what happens. This is what doesn't happen. This is what people can or can't do, whatever. And you yourself, you may or may not, you know, want to check it out. And that's fine. I have, I don't have a problem with that. But there's so many facets to this. It, it's crazy. From the smoking fetish to the hand fetish. It's a fetish. It's non-sexual. But it's on an adult site, so you think there's sex involved. Most of the time, there isn't. Think about that next time you go there, because that's true. Plain and simple. Be right back for that attack, y'all.
tonight, boy, I tell you, tonight. Ooh, I love that song, man. It's always been kind of cool. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I like the groove, man. It's, it's kind of cool, you know. It's not bad. <laughs> and it's by uh, Cool in the Gang, so it's a little bit of a throwback there. So there you go, you know. Anyway, um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and doing what you do with the show and everything. Appreciate all uh you guys do for me and the network don't forget we're on spotify we're on itunes uh as well as this platform you can go to dj rick holidays with an s dj rick holidays.com and see the other links i've got my personal bio a couple of videos on there i just uh want people to know that i like to engage with my crowd and my my followers and getting more people as the show gets bigger and better being on the network as long as i have and I look forward to having the guest that couldn't make it because of the health reasons. But, again, we get more of it in the winter than we get of the summer. Um, you know what? I also found out, this is just from the news, that the COVID shot, if you're going to take it or not, you know, they got a new one where they're saying you can get an annual shot opposed to every two months, three months, four months, whatever. And I'm just saying because it's out there. So this may be a tool to fight whatever's going on. No. I said it may be. No, because they're linking the COVID shots to heart problems now. I, they're I, saying, do not take the COVID shot if you are of young, healthy age. Do I've not heard take that. It. And I was going to say that, too. My but. grandpa is having adverse side effects from the COVID shot. Ever since he's gotten three COVID shots, he has had he has had to be hospitalized multiple times. He has gotten COVID multiple yeah. times. And he just collapsed in church last Sunday mm, because of a heart problem. Like, he's had to go to the hospital because of his heart multiple times since the vaccines. Do not take it. All those... Well, hold on. All those... Young guys that are hold, hold athletes on, hold, hold on, hold fainting on. on the field. Hold on. I don't have a lot of time to get into them. I'm, I'm, hey, so I'm passionate about this. I know you are. And, and you know, not everybody's going to take it. I, I can't tell you to or not to. I mean, I'm not going to because I'm not a you know health professional. But I will say, if you do, that's what they say. But there are people who've had that re or worse. That people have died from it. They have. Yes. In all fairness, I'm not going to lie. They have yes. died from it, you know. Sad but true. Uh, wearing a mask may or may not help, but uh, whatever we can use to get through this, I think will be okay. But in my opinion, outside of that, I think this will be a better summer, spring, summer, than we had in a couple of years because we're getting more around it or we can find ways around it. The country ain't going to shut down. We're no not going to lose any more money. Uh, nope, 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 nope. I don't want to shut down. <laughs> that hurt. <sighs> I want to keep on going. Exactly. And keep being strong. That's what's going to happen. Ruined my credit. It, <laughs> it the shutdown ruined my credit. It ruined a lot of folks' credit. You ain't lying about that, man. You oh, my God. You ain't about trying that to come back from that. I had good credit in my early 20s. Hold on. I got 30 <laughs> seconds. We'll talk about credit next time. Because <laughs> I know I'm going to have you back on in the middle of your travels. <laughs> I promise you that. So we will see you guys next time. Take care. <laughs>
to say the first goodbye Had to love and lose a hundred million times Had to get it wrong to know just what I like Now I'm falling You say my name like I have never heard before I'm indecisive but this time I know for sure I hope I'm not the only one that
bachelor, Ricky said, yo, that girl's a good catch for you. She and I choose to cruise in my love boat. My water bed kept us afloat. I had to prove my manhood, show her that the B.I.V. was damn good. Understood, I never had my boat rocked like that before, yo. Well, we left the spot, all systems ready to go. She said, sit back and relax, I'm running the show. I couldn't hesitate. It was much too late That girl had got me straight And I was ready to go I'm stuck her lifetime Said you only live once Staying loose may many head turns If you did her wrong You just might get burned
If I 